Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Epigraphy acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognises their continuing connection to land, waters, and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. Epigraphy, a poetry podcast. The wind was a torrent of darkness among the gusty trees. The moon was a ghostly galleon tossed upon cloudy seas. The road was a ribbon of moonlight over the purple moor. And the highwayman came riding, riding. Riding, the highwayman came riding up to the olden door. He had a French cocked hat on his forehead, a bunch of lace at his chin, a coat of the claret velvet, and breeches of brown dove skin. They fitted with never a wrinkle, his boots were up to the thigh, and he rode with a jeweled twinkle, his pistol butts a twinkle. His rapier hilt a twinkle under the jeweled sky. Over the cobbles he clattered and clashed in the dark inn yard. He tapped with his whip on the shutters, but all was locked and barred. He whistled a tune to the window, and who should be waiting there but the landlord's black eyed daughter, Bess, the landlord's daughter, plaiting a dark red love knot into her long black hair. And dark in the dark old inn yard a stable wicket creaked, where Tim the ostler listened. His face was white and peaked. His eyes were hollows of madness, his hair like moldy hay. But he loved the landlord's daughter, the landlord's red-lipped daughter. Dumb as a dog he listened, and he heard the robber say, one kiss, my bonny sweetheart. I'm after a prize tonight. But I shall be back with the yellow gold before the morning light. Yet if they press me sharply and harry me through the day, then look for me by moonlight. Watch for me by moonlight. I'll come to thee by moonlight, though hell should bar the way. He rose up right in the stirrups. He scarce could reach her hand. But she loosened her hair in the casement. His face burnt like a brand. As the black cascade of perfume came tumbling over his breast. And he kissed its waves in the moonlight. Oh, sweet black waves in the moonlight. Then he tugged at his rein in the moonlight. And he galloped away to the west.
He did not come in the dawning. He did not come at noon. And out of the tawny sunset before the rise of the moon. And the road was a gypsy's ribbon, looping the purple moor. A redcoat troop came marching, marching, marching. King George's men came marching up to the old endure. He said no word to the landlord. They drank his ale instead. But they gagged his daughter and bound her to the foot of her narrow bed. Two of them knelt at her casement with muskets at their side. There was death at every window and hell at one dark window. But Bess could see through her casement the road that he would ride. They had tied her up to attention with many a snigger and jest. They had bound a musket beside her with the muzzle beneath her breast. Now keep good watch. And they kissed her. She heard the doomed man say, Look for me by moonlight. Watch for me by moonlight. I'll come to thee by moonlight, though hell should bar the way. She twisted her hands behind her, but all the knots held good. She writhed her hands till her fingers were wet with sweat or blood. They stretched and strained in the darkness, and the hours crawled by like years. Till now, on the stroke of midnight, cold on the stroke of midnight, the tip of one finger touched it. The trigger, at least, was hers. The tip of one finger touched it. She strove no more for the rest. Up she stood to attention, with the muzzle beneath her breast. She would not risk their hearing. She would not strive again. For the road lay bare in the moonlight. Blank and bare in the moonlight. And the blood of her veins in the moonlight throbbed to her love's refrain. Clot, 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 clot. Had they heard it? The horse hoofs ringing clear. Clot, 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 clot in the distance. Were they deaf that they did not hear? Down the ribbon of moonlight, over the brow of the hill, the highwayman came riding, riding, riding. The redcoats looked to their priming. She stood up straight and still. Clot, clot in the frosty silence. Clot, clot in the echo of night. Nearer he came and nearer. Her face was like a light. Her eyes grew wide for a moment. She drew one last deep breath. Then her finger moved in the moonlight. Her musket shattered the moonlight. Shattered her breast in the moonlight and warned him with her death. He turned, he spurred to the west. He did not know who stood, bowed with her head over the musket, drenched with her own blood. Not till the dawn he heard it, and his face grew gray to hear how best the landlord's daughter, the landlord's black-eyed daughter, had watched for her love in the moonlight and died in the darkness there. Back he spurred like a madman, Shrieking a curse to the sky, with the white road smoking behind him and his rapier brandished high. Blood red were his spurs in the golden noon, wine red with his velvet coat, when they shot him down on the highway. 
down like a dog on the highway. And he lay in his blood on the highway with a bunch of lace at his throat. And still of a winter's night, they say, when the wind is in the trees, when the moon is a ghostly galleon tossed upon cloudy seas, when the road is a ribbon of moonlight over the purple moor, a highwayman comes riding, riding, riding. A highwayman comes riding up to the olden door. Over the cobbles he clatters and clangs in the dark inn yard. He taps with his whip on the shutters, but all is locked and barred. He whistles a tune to the window, and who should be waiting there but the landlord's black-eyed daughter, Bess, the landlord's daughter, plaiting a dark red love knot into her long black hair. The Highwayman by Alfred Noyes, read by Alex Smith. Podcast. Good morrow, mine Kyotis. Tis I, your once and future pal, Old Matty. Through fortuitous wheeling and or dealing, Old Matty bamboozled, hoodwinked, and duped himself in official That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Delicious word sandwich. The only podcast that transforms literary readables into scrumptious edibles. And the only literature podcast ever made, probably. Get a questionable recipe and an impeccable book breakdown all in one by the month as Old Matty reviews a New Yorker short story, shares some advice from the almighty titan and Old Matty's idol, Ernest Hemingway, then finally transforms every element of classic novels into ingredients. Example? Marvel as I turn the Maltese Falcon's cynical characters into smoky bitter cheese and its hard-boiled plot into an egg. Shell included. All the wild, delicious words sandwich chronicles Old Matty's madcap misadventures in which he conquers death. So be sure to catch Delicious Word Sandwich on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and in your demonically possessed spaghetti. Until then, farewell, my kyotis. A That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.